Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of The Unconventional Gal, Forging Your Own Path with me, your host, Cherry Dollface. Cherokee, the Cherry Dollface. I have lots of names. So I'm very excited today because I have the juiciest of topics, and my friend Jesse Lee is going to chat with me all about being a porn star. Jesse has been in numerous adult films, and her list of award nominations is a mile long. She is known in the industry as the punk porn star, and she brings an unconventional look to an unconventional industry, my kind of girl. Today, Jesse has agreed to be an open book, so we are going to talk all about her career in sex work. Hi, Jesse. Hello. <laughs> First of all, I did, I Googled you because I always Google my guests and see, mm-hmm. but you have been nominated for a lot of AVN awards. I have. I've never won any, what? but I get nominated. Well, I don't know. It's all politics. It's whoever gives AVN the most money is who wins the awards. I mean, so that's I'm the like, Grammys, the Emmys, the yeah, any it's awards. It's like all award shows. I mean, it's like whoever, whoever like gives the most money and gets the most out. And like, yeah. I haven't given any money. So I think that's probably why I haven't won anything. <laughs> So for anybody that doesn't know who you are, tell me about you. Uh, my name is Jesse Lee. I've been in the adult industry since 2007. Wow, 14 years. Yeah, since September 2007 is when I filmed my first pornographic film. Wow. <laughs> Your pornographic career could almost get a driver's license. It could. I think it's pretty much almost in high school. Oh, yeah. I shouldn't say that. That sounds weird. We're going we're gonna to not say that. So how many films have you done since 2007? Um, so the funny thing is when I, for a while, I was like getting nominated for every, like every film I was in was nominated, but oh. I was only in like two to three, like a year because it was just really good like burning angel films that i was in that joan angel would film me for mm-hmm. but yeah like i literally haven't even like i mean i do i've done my own i've done more of my own content than i have like professional films oh interesting so yeah okay so you don't do you have like a list you even know or you just do them and i like collect the dvds of stuff that comes out so i think i have like 75 dvds that's a good chunk of dvds yeah so and plus i was also i took a break from porn for four years to oh. go to hair school Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So you also style hair. I am. And it actually hair. came just from like doing a men's cut. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your double tomorrow, life. tomorrow morning I have a men's cut at noon. So I have to go from cutting hair to filming myself masturbating. <laughs> so, yeah. well, you know what? It never gets boring when you have exactly. so many different things to do. Disclaimer for everybody listening. And I always say this when I have a guest that's like representing an industry or a topic. You are your own person and anything that you say, any question you answer is from your own perspective. You're 100%. not answering on behalf of every porn star in yeah, the world. Yeah, this is, I mean, I'm a lot, I feel like I'm a lot different than like most porn stars because one, I'm sober. And yeah, like, that you know, is unusual. Two, I'm like covered in tattoos, you yeah. know, it's just like three, like I got big, not by having an agent, like just recently like there's been like a lot of like agencies actually representing girls who are covered in tattoos. But like when I first started porn, like nobody would represent like anyone mm-hmm. covered in tattoos. And I like a third as many tattoos as I have now, like over a decade ago, like it was like nobody, it was like so hard for me to even like get booked for anything but Burning Angel stuff. Mm-hmm. That's why like 
I became one of like the top girls at Burning Angel because that was like what I mostly did. I started off by doing like those like, you know how like there's a big like influx of like alt porn sites where like it was like... Yeah, like Suicide Girls. And... Yeah, there's Suicide Girls, Deviant Nation, yeah. Broken Dolls. Uh-huh. I applied for Burning Angel and they accepted me and I did photos with them. And then I was like, you know how to come to a new video? So they're like, cool, we'll book you next month like or, or a few months from now. So mm-hmm. like, cool. So then I did my first film in September of 2007. Actually, I did three my first, my first, that first week, like three in a row, like day after day after day. So I did that. And then she flew me out to LA. I did five scenes in six days. Wow. Like I flew out here and every day I shot and then I flew home. And then you took a nap. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I mean, it was back when like this site was smaller. It was a lot more like raw. Oh yeah, totally. So it wasn't as like as produced as it is now, like yeah. as like professional looking it is now. Yeah. So if you want to see like any of my like old, like super amateur stuff, go to like my <laughs> old pretty angel stuff from like with me with the red hair. I know I met you on Warp Tour because you were yeah. friends with the Vanna guys and you're yes. in their music video. I think it was 2012. I think that's when I met you. It was after I took like a little break from porn and came back because I was in a car accident in 2011. Oh. So yeah. Did you, were you really hurt? I died. You for, died? For five minutes. I died too during heart surgery. Yes, We're zombie we sisters. <laughs> we just high five just so you guys know. <laughs> so the funny thing is when I met you on Warp Tour, I remember seeing you and being like, oh, she's so pretty. She's so cute. And then of course, like all the guys, I think this is just a guy thing. They have to be like, yeah, that's Jessie Lee. She's my friend. She's a porn star. <laughs> it like has to like go with the title. Amazing. And so I remember thinking because... You know, on Warped Tour, there's so many bands and so many boys mm-hmm. and so many like groupie girls competing for boys, not saying you're a groupie yeah. girl, but that just exists out there. Yeah. I just remember thinking like, I wonder how nice and or mean other girls are to you when they find out that that's what you do for a career. Like if they get insecure. I feel like girls are always just really nice to me, but it's always like, it's funny though. because like on Warped Tour, like the bands will have their groupies. Mm-hmm. My groupies are the bands on Warped Tour. <laughs> totally because so, they all follow you <laughs> even like people that are at warp tour like mm-hmm. i would just go like hang out at the vanna like booth just like hang out there because they're my friends and people would like know that i was all these there. little they, boys are like oh my god it's just elite girls a girl little like younger girls too like oh like high school girls like they would like literally and it's crazy because like oh you're in high school how do you know who i am you should not know who i am if you're in high school <laughs> well and especially i think warp tour too like with you being like the tattooed porn star and being that so early like you were easy to spot yeah it was like the same for me in the pinup world like I was like the only tattooed pinup for so many years so I think that's it makes you really identifiable oh yeah so going along with that just in your general life do you feel like girls act weird once they find out about your career or that they're weird when their boyfriends are around you like so this is what I do because I know that girls are weird I will purposely become friends with the guy's girlfriend like my guy friends like yeah. even like the Vanna guys and stuff like that like anytime mm-hmm. they had like a new girlfriend uh-huh. I'd be like oh cool I'm gonna become friends with this girl yeah. so we can be cool and like and sometimes like even after they break up I'm still friends with the girls totally like, this should be for anyone. If a female has a guy friend and like you're really close, if you want to stay close with that guy friend, you become friends with the girlfriend. Absolutely. You're dating their friends too. Yeah. So yeah. So I've always felt that. And I mean, you know, when you have a lot of male friends, like, yeah. you kind of have to go that extra mile to keep the dude. My, I have two best friends. I have a female best friend and a male best friend. Mm-hmm. And um, that's how I've always felt with my male best friend is like, whenever he gets a new girlfriend, I have to like go out of my way to be like, hi, let's hang out. Who are you? Like I, even with his yeah. girl, girlfriend now, who's his fiance, I always leave like little hearts on her pictures. And, and, that, like, and that's the way it should be. Though. Yeah. Like, Cause you don't want that person to be threatened. 
Plus, it just makes everything easier and better. Totally. That way you can, like, come over. It's Everyone can hang out and stuff. Yeah, you have more friends. Yeah. It's cool. But I've always seen you as a girl's girl. Like, I've never thought that you were... And I think this goes for not just sex workers, but, like, in the pinup world, and the alt world, I think that there definitely are those girls where you're me, and it's very, like, mm, hi, and you're like, oh, this isn't a girl that's very yeah. friendly. And I, I've never gotten... Like, every time I've seen you out, anytime, you're always, like, so friendly oh, and so you. sweet. Like, I definitely feel like you're a girl's girl. Although she keeps hitting her head on this little <laughs> side. All right, I thought I it's had It's really clearance. funny, because it's like you're, you're hitting your head on this part of the sign that says nudes. <laughs> That is actually kind of funny. Amazing. <laughs> I don't know what I was talking about. I'm not insecure at all. Like, I just like, I just want to, I just want to love everyone. You totally. know? So like, that's why like, you know. We just all have to be friends. It's so exactly. much more fun when we're all buddies. Exactly. So I know you said now that you do do your own live streams. Mm-hmm. Did you do live streams before COVID? I go in little spurts. Like sometimes I'll do like once a week. Sometimes I'll do twice a week. Sometimes I'll do once a month. So it just depends on like my mood. Mm-hmm. I definitely can't keep up with myself. <laughs> I feel it the same. That's such a good way to put it. <laughs> like my OnlyFans, like I'm like, I feel so bad because like right now I'm like in the middle of like, get the fuck, I'm getting the fuck out of Hollywood, you know, making sure I'm like giving attention to my boyfriend and, you know, and then I have to like make sure I give all attention to all the guys on OnlyFans also. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and do content and do this and do that. And I do hair full time too. So yeah. it's like, I have a lot on my plate. So when you do live streams and OnlyFans and stuff, like, are you alone or do you... Yeah, I'm alone. Okay. Sometimes so... I'll do it like a female with me, but I kind of like, like, it's fun every once in a while, but for the most part, I just like being by myself so I can like connect with my my subscribers. Yeah. So... And then I'd imagine like when there's a feed, they can tell you what they want to see or what they want you to do yeah, or that so kind I of do thing. like I do like uh, tipping. I do tip goals. So it's like okay. every, like, every time I hit a certain goal, I do a certain thing. Okay. Like I'll do like... Topless, naked, uh, blowjob with a dildo, you know, like having sex with my dildo, anal with my dildo, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, and then it's like, if I like reach $500, whoever tips the highest amount mm-hmm. um, gets like a little custom video. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Interesting. So do you prefer doing that or do you prefer doing like actual films? It's different. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... Sometimes I'm like, oh, I have to masturbate on film. Fuck. I have to, like, oh, God, I have so much content to do. I have to masturbate all day today. So, you know, it sucks when it's like, it's different when it's like, yeah, I'm going to fucking masturbate all day today. Because I and want then, to. Because yeah. I want to. But then when you have to and you're like, fuck, I need to send out content. I can just, like, I can't keep sending out old content. I need to film some new mm-hmm. stuff. It's like, all right. So I guess, I guess I'll masturbate today. And then it, like, feels like a job. But, like, yeah. when you're, when I'm, like, on set, it doesn't really feel... Like a job, unless they like have me come like makeup ready because then I have to like do my get makeup, get yeah. the set, bring touch up, do this, do that. And it's just like, yeah, it's definitely different. I actually stopped doing boy-girl filming. I know you just so, did your last one. I did my last one. But I mean, I do like solo stuff anyway and like girl-girl stuff. Like I love doing girl-girl. So yeah. I'm like, I'm fine with that. So And you still get to have fun. Exactly. So what would you say the best thing is that's come out of your career? I mean, being my own boss, I guess. So <laughs> Jesse came in for a facial a few weeks ago. I just noticed this. I was um, filing your paperwork last night mm. and like putting your picture in my system. And it said occupation and it said boss bitch. <laughs> boss bitch. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> Since being in the industry, I've definitely like found myself and I've definitely like, I know what I want to be doing. Yeah, on, you have you full know? control yeah. over everything. Yeah, I'm, I'm like moving into like a brand new, like nice apartment and I would not be able to do that if I like if I like worked at like Floyd's, especially you know? in this city. So what what's the future? What do you think is like ten years from now, twenty years from now? 
Well, right now I have in production, I have a lube and a toy. Excuse me. I do. What kind of toy is it? So it's it's a it's a stroker, you know, like like a fleshlight type thing. It's oh, gonna okay. be a double sided. One's gonna be my vagina, mm-hmm. and one side's gonna be my mouth. But my oh. mouth, but my lips are gonna have a lip ring, and like there's no other How female cute. one with a lip ring on it. Yeah, I love that. And then I have. I have water-based lubricant, oh. super like glass container, so not plastic, oh, so it's wow. good for the environment. Yeah. So yeah, so it's gonna be nice and slick and great. It's gonna be like matte black. It's gonna be maple flavored. Ooh, that's very Canadian There's of you. No maple flavored. Who lube doesn't on the, like on... maple syrup? I did this because like years ago I was dating a Canadian and I was like looking for like maple flavored lube. So I was like, oh, he's <laughs> Canadian. He loves maple. <laughs> and I literally couldn't find any. I could find caramel. I could find vanilla. I could find all fucking pina flavors. colada. Yeah. You know, like all those. I couldn't find all those, but I couldn't find. Maple. maple. I went to the warehouse yesterday because I like I have to like test out their prototypes, mm-hmm. which I'm gonna do tonight on my boyfriend. <laughs> but so I like I have to like I was like I told him I was like just so you know I'm gonna come over tonight and I'm gonna test out the maple lube on you. I need to see like like taste wise, so I'm gonna like I'm gonna put a little like on his penis and like you know just like lick it <laughs> off and stuff like that. See how it tastes like going from skin to mouth, you know the like, mouth feel. I'll put, of- it, I'll put it like like on my on my my vagina to like I'm like being very I love, technical. Yes, I love how you're you're so. Yeah, technical. So clinical. So, I mean, it's water-based, so it's edible. Yeah. So you can literally, like, use it on your pancakes. <laughs> that would be an interesting, like, open your cupboard and see this, like, slick black <laughs> maple syrup. That's so, so excited. I can't wait to see it. Yeah. My designer, like, he, like, made it yesterday. He, like, video called me. He's like, I have to show you this. Like, all right, cool. It's video call right now. So he, like, showed it's me. It's so like, exciting. Like, when you get your products in the mail for the first time, like, all packaged and everything, you're going to, like, pee. Well, I don't want to, I don't want to pay the extra money for delivery. So I'm literally going to go, I'm going to make my boyfriend go because he has a Jeep. <laughs> oh, to get boxes? <laughs> to get like the boxes. Or it's like, hey, honey, guess what we're doing? We're going to go pick up my loop. It sounds so fun. <laughs> Adventure. Life of dating a porn star. Right. <laughs> okay. So in every podcast, there, there are three questions. So I usually have more questions for my guests, but there were so many questions from my followers when I asked online. So I want to yes. like get to those. But there are three questions that I ask every guest. So I'm going to ask you those first. Mm-hmm. The first question seems kind of obvious, but what makes your life unconventional? I remember like years ago, like when, like, you know, girls would tell me I was their idol. And I was like, how, I was like, so telling someone, I was like, it's so weird that people tell me that I'm their idol. I was like, I'm just a porn star. Like, no, 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 you're their idol because you just don't give a fuck. You do what the fuck you mm-hmm. want, but you don't like, not in like, not in like in a hostile way, like being no, like shitty yeah, towards yeah. people. Like I'm very sure of myself. I do what I want. Like I do hair, I do porn. Like I'm like, and you I love everything that you're doing. Everything. Like, yeah. like, Hey, I want to get a fucking tattoo in my throat. Okay, cool. You know, like, oh, I want to, oh, I want to just travel to this place. Okay, I will. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's, I feel like I'm just like my life on my roles. Yeah. So yeah. That is very unconventional. I think especially yeah. for females, I think a lot of females feel like they have to like fit into this little box of like how yeah. they're supposed to be. Um, okay. So on the opposite side of that, what makes your life conventional? I'm a homebody and I love you cooking are. and I love cleaning. So here's the funny thing, which I just remember now when I was doing your facial, we were talking about that song. You were saying that on the radio drives you crazy because they say you can't make a hoe a housewife. And you're yes. like, you can make a hoe like, a, a housewife. housewife. I'm a housewife. I'm a housewife. <laughs> so that is the conventional part of you is like the, yeah, like, the at home, Jesse. I get really excited when I get like stuff from my apartment. Like I like 
got a toaster and I was really excited about it. So I sent my boyfriend <laughs> a picture of it. It's a Mickey Mouse toaster. So Cute. when he put the toast in it, it fucking, it has the Mickey ears. Like it toasts on the Mickey ears. How like this is the great. So this is the type of stuff I get really, 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 really excited about. I was like, oh my God, I can make Mickey toast. Um, okay. Last one of my questions mm-hmm. is name three positive things in your life. Cause we like to keep it positive. She has and, the cutest little smile on her face right now. What are we thinking about? I'm thinking about my boyfriend Aww, and how, how happy he makes me. I hope, I hope he doesn't break up with me for <laughs> doing porn. I like, I'm always afraid. I was like, don't break up with me. Don't I always think he's going to break up with me because of like the whole porn thing. Yeah. So I'm always like scared about that. But he just, he makes me so happy. So he's like one of the happy things in my life. Good. Um, and like, he's cool with me, like still doing Lily fans and solo and girl, girl. So, yeah. you know, he's, he knew what he was getting into. <laughs> he, he knew he was dating a sex worker. Um, and then my puppies. My puppies are great. Aww. My little puppies. All right. One more positive thing. The new apartment I'm about to move into. Hell yeah. The new apartment with um, your new 55-inch big screen TV. Is it funny that like those are like the positive things? Like my boyfriend, my puppies, and my apartment. You like, sound that's all so I need, much man. more conventional than I think most people would expect. I like that though. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to get into questions that other people say. And I was telling you this before we started I was so surprised at how, so I did say in my post, don't be gross. So I think that encouraged people not to be gross, but I didn't get any, I mean, the most I got was people like, she's so pretty because your picture was on the post and that was like, Mm. that was it. But most of the questions were really interesting. So, and I, I didn't do as many of my own questions because I feel like a lot of these people were asking questions that I would have naturally Mm. asked. If you submitted a question, you will be credited in the contributors. And if you want to submit questions or stories for future podcasts, follow me on my socials at the Cherry Dollface. Also follow Jesse Lee. You are at Jesse Exley. Jesse Exley on Instagram. And then OMG is Jesse Lee on Twitter. Okay. And then it's Jesse with IE, J E S S I E. And L E. And all of her links will be in the show notes as well. So be sure and follow her. Have it so unless you follow me, you can't leave a comment on my photos. Oh, that's smart though. So I don't have like random fucking people like telling me they like my bobs. Your bobs? Like that's what, it, that's what a lot of like the, like a lot of the, the foreign men say like, I like your bobs. Oh, instead, instead of, of boobs? boobs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. I just cut my hair. So I have bob on the brain with like hair. <laughs> well, I like your bobs, but I'm not a creep. So I'll leave okay. those comments. <laughs> okay. Barbara Snow asks, I've thought about an OnlyFans. My husband and I are both members of the swinging community and I have a lot of fans. My question is, does it make me a bad mother? Like my oldest is a teenager. What if one of her friends finds it? So she wants to do an OnlyFans with her and her husband, like doing their content together. Um, if you're afraid of someone finding it, you shouldn't do it because they will. Yeah. They I mean, will the internet want, is forever. Yeah, <laughs> someone will find it. Like someone will find everything. If you're worried about your children or their friends, like finding it, like don't do it. But I mean, you can always do it where you don't have, where you don't show your face. That was a comment. Well, first of all, I do want to address this. It does not make her a bad mother. No, it does not make <laughs> you a bad, a bad mother. mother if you it doesn't do make work. you a bad mother. But if you're, if you're afraid of your children finding it. I mean, that actually makes you a really good mother. Yeah, you're because you're, of, you're worried about your, you're kids. your kids finding it. So, so somebody did leave a comment on her post and it said, I guess that there are couples that do like neck down. And if yeah. you don't have any tattoos, mm-hmm. then nobody would ever know it was you. Yeah, like my, my boyfriend, we did a POV on Valentine's Day. Oh, so he like held the camera and it was just like his body. He has a really great penis. 
I still love that you call it a penis. That's it's a really so cute. Good penis. I call them wieners and everybody always laughs. I'm like, I don't, I don't say like dick or cock. That sounds like so aggressive to me. I'm like, oh, it's your wiener. Cause I feel like, I feel like, yeah, I feel like saying like, oh, nice dick, nice cock. That's like what I say like in my only that's fans. Corny. That's what I say yeah. in my only fans. Like, well, show me that dick. Like, that's like, that's, but if you say penis, it's like, that's what you're talking about. It's like, oh, it's your penis, like vagina. Like, yeah. that's just what I'm used to. That's me. I'm like, it's a wiener. Yeah. And it sounds funny. It makes, see, it just made you laugh. Awesome. <laughs> I made a porn star laugh by saying wiener. Yes. <laughs> so, okay. So the answer is if you're afraid of her finding it, just put your, just wear hoods. <laughs> yeah. Wear like, you or know, wear sexy masks. Yeah. Like, sp- like that company Spizu, like, the guy who, it's like it's like it's a bunch of content and stuff like that but like he would like he would always wear like a shirt and stuff like that like he would wear a shirt with like his while he was like having sex with people yeah he wore like a shirt bear. so like you'd see the shirt right above his penis so, <laughs> so, so that weird. was what he did so you couldn't like see statues or anything like that so, so that sounds like, like yeah. the least sexy thing pov is great i mean the only thing is though is if she is a swinger and she already has a lot of fans the only way to get those fans to her page is to tell them who she is but still, if her daughter stumbled upon it, she's not going to just know who. And she's, she's like, that's my mom's boobs. <laughs> do what you want to do. I mean, if your daughter finds it, be like, sorry. I, I mean, it sounds it says like, she's a teenager too. So at some point, daughter's going to be an adult. Exactly. I would be horrified if I knew my mom was a porn actress. But that's just because you nobody ever wants to see their mom having sex. It's not because yeah. I think there's anything wrong with it. Well, it's also cool though because like also if the daughter knows that her mom's doing porn, mm-hmm. she'll know what not to look for. Totally. So isn't that she just... My cousin told me that he accidentally stumbled on one of my porns once. Oh no. Like, this was like 10 years ago. <laughs> like, I was like, abort, oh abort. my God. And he had to turn it off. So it's better It's better that they know. What so to they would, avoid. Yeah, so they know yeah. not to avoid it. So yeah. Yes, you yeah. should do it. Yes. <laughs> I like it. That was all total 180. Do it. <laughs> okay, Mel Butler asked, when you do the adult industry, like, can you say no if you're not attracted to another performer? And I've always wondered that too. You can always say no. Okay. You can always say no. I mean, most of the time, I mean, I don't, I don't like have sex with the guys on film because I'm like attracted to them. It's your job. I see, because it's my job. Yeah. Somebody else asked, and I didn't put it in here, but I saw it later. Somebody else asked, like if the other performer has bad hygiene, like if they're smelly, like, have you ever had to deal with that? Uh, yeah, I have. You just, you just have to like, you just have to like grit and bury, you know? Cause it's like the scene's only like a half hour to 45 minutes. So you literally only have to be around there for a half hour, 45 minutes and you get like paid right on the day. So I didn't realize that it was that fast filming half hour to 45 minutes. So scene, so you're not on set for that long. So this is, this is my average day of being on set. So I, I get the set, I fill up paperwork and then either get my hair and makeup done or already have it done. Do pretty girl photos, which are the photos where like they put on box covers and stuff like that. Like Mm -hmm. the ones where you're not getting messed up. And then after that, you do the dialogue for the scene. And then after the dialogue for a scene, you have to do in like, like 15 different takes because they have to be in different angles and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Like, you know, like normal, like anything you film. Yeah. Some directors will have you do the sex scenes, the sex stills first so that we, you know, like what position to go into what, like what position goes into what position and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So then it's easier. So then you're like, oh, what should we do? Let's do this. So then it's way easier. So that's just photographs of like the order of everything. Yeah. So it's it's way easier. It's so like technical. Oh yeah. Like it's super technical. And then like, but but (laughs) as I'm doing the scene, I have to make sure that my face is always shown. Penetration is always shown and my hands are always shown. And I have to make sure that I'm always like, I'm always like saying something. I have to make sure that I'm like, like 
like if I'm doing like doggy, I can't like, I can't like, like lean forward after like, it's called cheating. If you're doing missionary, you have to make sure your face, at least the side of your face is shown. You can't mm-hmm. like, you can't like leave the camera to go kiss the guy, you know, which would be what normal, you would like, do. Like normal yeah. sex. So you do about anywhere from five to six positions and includes blowjob. And it's about five minutes in each position. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, anywhere from like a half hour to 45 minutes, sometimes mm-hmm. longer in each position. Um, and then you do the pop shot. And after, after wherever, wherever the guy pops on you, they take photos of that and then you wipe yourself off and then you get dressed and then you either get paid that day or you get paid like weeks and weeks later. That's So that, that is a porn set. Interesting. That's what a porn set's like. I have never been on a porn set. I've had lots of friends. I had a friend, she's actually a makeup artist. Um, she doesn't do it anymore, but when she first moved here, she started in the porn mm-hmm. industry. And she said one of the big parts of her job, she did a lot of stills too, but she said she would have like a spray bottle just to make everything look wet. So she would just like spray everything down. She's like, yeah, part of my job is like hosing down vaginas. I'm like, oh, that's, that's interesting. Amazing. But she never thought you'd be doing that being a makeup artist. That's amazing. <laughs> I mean, I just use spit. <laughs> but if you're like heavy breathing, your mouth probably gets dry at some point. I mean, that's what deep throating's for. <laughs> I love this conversation I'm having with you right now. I guess, you know, I think people have this conception that like, oh, you're a porn star. Like it must be fun to just like have sex all day long, all the time. But the way you describe it is like so technical. Like yeah. when you actually get to have sex for fun, it must be so much more fun. Oh my God, so much more it's fun. It's like when I do makeup just because I want to do my makeup instead of doing it for a video, it's like I feel creative and I feel, I want to do it and I feel inspired. Like that's probably how you feel when you're actually having real life yeah, sex it's nice it's like more i mean yeah you get chemistry and like that's why that's why like i'd like doing contacts like you know when i was doing content with guys i would like you know we'd come over and we'd like put the camera in one corner and then we would just like we just like have sex it was, and it wasn't close-ups and stuff like that no mm-hmm. positions i mean obviously we do like multiple positions because it's like that's what looks good on camera yeah but it was like it was just like them coming over and like us having sex you know yeah not as calculated yeah as it's not as calculated films. At Yarn Alone asks, does she get people recognizing her while out at places like Target and ever made it awkward when she just wants to get errands done? So I know you said like a warp tour, but I feel like that's kind of like a natural place. Like, have you ever had um, it? Like, I'm at the gynecologist's office and my doctor is like, hey, I saw you in that. <laughs> like, do you, have you ever had those? No, I mean, because a lot of my stuff is with being blonde hair. So you do look a lot different with black hair. It was like when I when I'm like out and about, I like to have no makeup on. My hair is like tight. I'm like I'm fucking super covered. Like you can't see any of my tattoos. So like yeah. I try to be super like yeah, super hidden when yeah. I'm outside. So yeah. <laughs> Although once I was like walking, it was like when I had like that fucking like big hinge pompadour that oh, like yeah, pink yeah. and blonde pompadour uh-huh. like the really short one like i was like i was like visiting la because i was living near at the time and i was like visiting i was like walking down holy boulevard and someone was like jesse lee holy shit i was like oh <laughs> all right this was before i like had like a lot of films under my belt yeah so i was like all right cool well that's yeah. fun but i feel like like on the street probably isn't weird i think it would be more weird like i've had people like recognize me like in public bathrooms or like places where you're like uh like don't listen to my bathroom noises (laughs) this is really weird (laughs) no not really that's good yeah it's always nice to have a little bit of like anonymousness in life when you do something you could be plus i'm like a homebody so like don't really leave ever well you're also sober too so i think that eliminates a lot of the i mean you go out like i've seen you out but i think that eliminates a lot of the like being out all the time or like that's one thing i always think about because like you know viva las vegas yeah um so i do that every year just because you know the pinup world and i do drink 
not a ton, but when I go to Viva, I'm so aware of like two drink maximum. Cause the last thing I want to do is be like a little too drunk and meet like someone. And pe- yeah. People like think that you're like sloppy or rude. Like I've, I got that yeah. once a girl said she met me at loaded and I was super rude. And I was like, first of all, I haven't been to load well, when loaded was still open. I was like, I haven't been there in like a year and I'm never rude to anyone. She's like, maybe you were drunk. And then I was like, well, that could have actually been at loaded. <laughs> I don't know. But I always have that fear of the like, I don't is such a shit show. Oh my God. It was like the, the dregs of <laughs> the end of the night. You all go to loaded. Oh, uh, I, I hate it going there. Me too. But we all went there. It was like Burgundy. So we're talking about bars that are in Hollywood on Hollywood Boulevard. Burgundy room was another one of those. I hated. And we always ended up there at the end of the night and I always hated it, but I went anyways. Yeah. It's so stupid. It's so dark in there. So dark. Well, see, it's not. No, Burgundy room. Oh, also, I was trying to ask you when you were in here. You were in a Stormy Daniels porn, weren't you? Two? <laughs> so were you. <laughs> well, you were like a background guy. <laughs> My boyfriend, the porn star. <laughs> How much was it? 150 bucks for yeah. being a background? That's not yeah. so bad. That's Maybe normal. I should be a porn star. Ah! Oh, my stupid head. Maybe that's the universe telling me no as I hit my head on the nude sign. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> At Amanda Hedrick asked, this is actually one of my friends. And I was going to ask this, but I saw she asked it. So I let her ask it for me. Okay. What are your thoughts on OnlyFans? I know that you're on OnlyFans, but do you think it's helping or hindering the sex work industry? Helping. Helping? It's what helping. do you think? So I just watched this whole documentary about, um, oh shit, what is her name? Bella Thorne. Do you have an opinion on that whole thing? So here's the thing that Bella Thorne decided to do. So she decided like, you know what? I'm like, I'm going to like dabble in like the porn industry. So she like won like crossover with like the Pornhub Awards. And she directed one, right? But she wasn't in it. It was like, yeah, she directed it. So then people like myself and other people sometimes charge hundreds of dollars for certain things. Mm -hmm. Um, like, so we want people to tip us, like, and, like, OnlyFans takes 20%. Mm-hmm. So, like, if, if we charge someone, like, $100, we want to get $80 of that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these people, a lot of, like, a lot of the, the content creators, like, they're, like, they're charging, like, a lot of money for, like, you know, they're they're not, they don't, you can't just, like, Google their name and, like, see their stuff on, like, Pornhub or whatever. Mm-hmm. These are people who are, like, very, very amateur where they don't have a lot of stuff out. So they're charging, like, maybe $200 for a little, like, blowjob video or something like, with their boyfriend or something. Mm-hmm. So... So Bola Thorne deciding to go on OnlyFans and make an OnlyFans and have subscribers telling all the subscribers it's like $200 or something like that to see a nude photo of her. So what she gave them was a, a scantily clad photo, not nude. Mm-hmm. So people were like, fuck this. Oh, like, they wanted a refund. Yeah, they're all trying to get refunds. And yeah. what happens with refunds is like then OnlyFans is charged that. So OnlyFans is like, all right, this is what we're going to do because of this happened. So they only made it so someone can only do $50 at a time. So when someone like myself oh. who's charging $300 for a fucking like a custom for a five minute custom, yeah. people have to tip me six different times, but they're only allowed to do it like every eight hours, like oh, a certain amount every annoying. eight hours or something like that. So she fucked everyone and like Bella Thorne, like she... She didn't fucking care. And she, she didn't do it. And like, she never did any nude or anything. Yeah, like the whole thing is like she she has fucking money. She's been in like a lot of stuff. So she fucking has money. Like leave OnlyFans to sex workers. Yeah. Like if you're not going to put, if you're not going to put nudity, because that's what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, some people are using for work. Yeah, and there's stuff some like celebrities that. too. Like I know some of like the real housewives will just like 
be like follow me on my day but i'm like why not but, just use that for instagram do but, that on instagram but that's the thing though like they're saying like oh this is what you're getting like cardi yeah, b like about cardi it. b says you're not no gonna see, you're not gonna see an interview yeah. this is just behind the scenes and like that's what it should also be it's it's for only fans it's for people who have fans yeah. like don't fucking lie to people to fucking get their money like yeah. i would never do that like if i was like oh you're gonna see this and it wasn't that yeah you know, like well, that's then, fucked up. And the other thing too, like you were saying, it, it just screws over to sex workers, especially like sex, work, sex workers that like, that's all they have. Like that's my main, like OnlyFans is my major income. If mm-hmm. I fucking lost OnlyFans, I would be homeless. I'd, so, be like, I'd be like, sorry, baby, I'm breaking up with you because I'm doing some boy <laughs> girl again. Just so you know. Yeah. So you feel in general that OnlyFans is awesome and it's been really good for the sex work industry, yeah. but like the Bella Thorns are the ones that are like giving it a yeah, bad name. Because they're because they're just like they're tricking people. And yeah. like that wasn't even she wasn't even talking. She was hiring people to talk for her. Like yeah. there's no fucking way she did that on her. There's no fucking way. Yeah. So yeah. How do you feel like with because you've been doing this for a long time i mean obviously the internet did exist when you started you were probably on myspace when you started right <laughs> yep yeah because that's i mean sure i'm thinking was. of like my career in the world and um but how do you feel like the industry has changed since you started just with like social media and only fans and all of that i feel like the stars are making more money and the companies aren't making it. i feel like it's going for it's going more for like the performers making more money than the companies, which it should be which it, it should be 100 yeah. percent, you know so well, i don't know i think it, it's great for it's great for people who are content creators like mm-hmm. it's fucking it's so great so mm-hmm. it's, for people who who aren't getting who aren't like a spiegler girl and getting booked for everything every fucking day like girls you know girls who aren't like emily willis and like alina lopez and like you know like ivy labelle like girls who like aren't like the fucking top girls mm-hmm. you know they can make as they can they can make as much money as like top girls you know well i think the thing that too that is really great for like the you know the only fans and the, the camming and all of that stuff is like it creates spaces for un- more unconventional gals mm-hmm. so like fetishes or tattoos yeah. or you know big girls or feet yeah. or whatever where it used to be like that was like a weird dark seedy part of yeah. all of it and now it's just like it's everything so normalized or like people that are like non-binary or fluid or like all of yeah. that it's like there's really something for everybody do you know like girls who are who are bbws like bbw girls are fucking sweeping they make so much yeah. fucking money they make so much money on only fans it's insane i was joanna was my friend joanna angel she was telling me she's like yeah uh sophie loren whatever i think that's her name but she's like one of the biggest bbws like biggest name bbws she makes fucking like six figures wow. it's insane good you know that's awesome. Good but that's her. the thing is like the companies, like the Vivids and like the big porn companies back in the day would never have hired her. Oh, like, yeah. And if they did, she would just mm-hmm. be a fetish. She would yeah. be like on, on like, you know, the the back row in the porn store. And now it's yeah. like she's like winning. She's owning yeah. her, her Cause, thing. Because they want to see real people. They don't want to see the fucking, I mean, <clears throat> granted, like I'm I'm a little manufactured because I've got the Barbie dolls. I've, I've gotten some <laughs> surgery, but I'm not like, but I don't look manufactured. You know, no. it's like, it's like, yeah, obviously you have like, big fake boobs but like whatever you also have tons of tattoos and black hair and tattooed eyebrows and plugs and like you yeah. look really unconventional and I think for so long it was like the Pamela Anderson's like that was yeah. all or the Jenna Jameson's mm-hmm. like it, the thin eyebrows the blonde hair the big boobs like they all looked the same yeah and that's all that was like and it's 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 great because now like girls that look like April Flores or Sophie or like me or mm-hmm. Joan Angel like girls like we can do, we can like, we can do girl, girl. We can do solo. We can do, we can do whatever the fuck we want. We can mm-hmm. do live stream. We can do like cabbing is like fucking taking over, you mm-hmm. know, like cam girls are making so much fucking money, you know? 
like there there's this there's this girl Larkin love and like she's like she's got like this huge like like kiss tongue like Gene Simmons oh. tongue. yeah <laughs> and like I worked with her before in a movie but she was super nice super super great but she makes she makes like a million dollars good for her yeah I saw an article I was like how the fuck is she making that much money <laughs> holy shit well the other thing too I think as well as like a female that enjoys porn yeah. is like watching how it's changed and how it's become more female friendly. Like when you would watch porn 10, 15 years ago, it was made for men. It was all made for men. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, there's, well, there's a lot more females on the production side making it. But now that there's females that are just doing it for themselves, it's like, yeah, obviously like your following is probably like very male, Mm -hmm. but there's also probably lots of cam girls that it's like just other girls follow them and want to see girl stuff. I think it's also opening people's eyes to like porn not being this like dirty seedy thing it's like we all enjoy porn we all enjoy sex it's not bad and it's for everybody everyone maybe not like except except people under the age of 18 (laughs) (laughs) those are it's not for Uh, so at portland anna asked so doing your taxes i've heard it's damn near impossible for sex workers because of legitimacy have you ever had problems doing your taxes no. But you get paid through companies where you're getting like 1099s and W-2s. I mean, I do H&R Block. They get me like, <laughs> they're great. H&R Block is a little like pro-sex work. They are? Yeah. Well, but you, we also live in LA, I think, where like they've seen everything. Yeah, like my lady, she's great. She fucking gives me like every fucking deductible out there. <laughs> like I fucking receipts for everything. I was like, oh, I'm getting my hair done. Oh, I'm getting my boobs done because that's for work. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Well, good. I'm glad you don't have to get my lips done, my boobs done, my hair done, my nails done, all that stuff. I mean, a lot of that stuff for me too, like do when Cherry Dollface was my full-time job, it's the same thing. Like anything I buy for social media. Well, I also have an LLC too. So that's... Oh, that's good. Yeah. Our talk just got so like adult. So adult. (laughs) It went from adult to adult. (laughs) Different uh, varieties of adults. (laughs) At Charlie Quinn 0595 asks, if you're having a day where you're not feeling very sexually confident, do you have any tips to pick yourself up? Performers have to be performers. You know, Mm -hmm. like Katy Perry, she like got the fucking text message from Russell Brand that she, he wanted a divorce like- As she was going on stage. Right before she went on stage was this fucking asshole mm-hmm. what an asshole why would mm-hmm. you do that so you know like she had and then they, there's video where it shows her like going on stage and her just like breathing in and then smiling mm-hmm. it's it was like i was like holy shit she's a fucking performer man mm-hmm. so yeah like it's that's how thing. you just have to fucking like you know suck it up you are a pornographic actress yeah the keyword is actress yeah like you're not always like fully into anything you're doing as an actress yeah my normal the normal sex i have like the sex i have just normally like isn't anything it, like that would, would just look like so boring compared to what i have yeah. to do on film like when <laughs> totally. i go on film it's like i'm going all fucking out i'm like like i'm like moaning at everything i'm like fucking all this energy and stuff like that no when i like have sex normally i just like kissing and you know just like fucking like bodies melting to each other like really like passionate I guess I actually look really hot in camera too. <laughs> but yeah, I like you your know. confidence. <laughs> but that's the thing too, is like when you think about like, I, as you were saying that I'm like, think about me and James having sex, it probably makes him very uncomfortable that I'm talking about our <laughs> sex life. Um, but like normal sex probably isn't all that interesting. Like that's why you have to make it interesting for, well, also you're like pandering to an audience that wants to see certain things. Yeah. But like normal sex isn't generally like crazy loud and lots of curse words and like- Unless you're drunk. Well, yeah, always when you're drunk. Yeah. <laughs> but then you're drunk and then you don't even really remember what. And then the next morning you're like, oh shit, what I did I say? I used to like say? to have sex in bathrooms at bars. 
Really? Because I want to. I like to hear people knock on the door, like "Hurry the fuck up!" So you're that Stop asshole. I loaded. <laughs> I sex and I gave head in Viper Room once. I mean, I feel like that's what Viper Room is for. <laughs> but like, I I like wouldn't like. I was like, I was like, all right, I'm not getting on the floors. Did you just like squat? I did. I like, I'm not there's, getting my knees like, on this there's ground. There's like a lie. Like there was a lie when we went in there. But after we went in there, they're like, someone's knocked on the door. And they're like, stop doing coke. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> we have to get out of here. I like that. You you probably got a good workout out of it, too, if you're just like squatting. So it's yeah. a win-win. Well, I mean, he was taller. So it was like a little easier. Oh, okay. So yeah. I like kind of bent over a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> One last question. This is it. We're going to take it a little personal. At Barno El Mama, Barno El Mama, is it hard to maintain romantic relationships? Are partners understanding? Oh, God. So I know, preface this with beforehand, I asked you if it was okay to talk about you having a boyfriend, which you've Mm -hmm. already mentioned him. I don't want to get too personal, but I just want to like, in general, have you found it in your life difficult? Yes. <laughs> um, it's really difficult to maintain uh, romantic relationships while doing porn. I did a, I did a content trade and then I did something uh, for Naughty America, like a boy girl from Naughty America. And he like, my boyfriend literally like, he like lost sleep over it. Like it like hurt him. And then, and I was like, fuck, I care so much about him that it like, it hurt me that he was hurt. Mm-hmm. I was charging because it was an anal. So I was charging a lot of money for it. And it was someone who I want to work with. So I like booked the other guy. We like made sure our schedule was lined you, up. like know and trust. Yeah, and, someone that yeah. I've like, that I've done the other guy I've done anal with, like Isaiah Maxwell. Mm-hmm. I booked it before I knew that my boyfriend was like having an issue dealing with it. Because like the first time I did uh, Boy Girl, I was like, well, I was like, are you going to be able to get used to this? He's like, well, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Like, mm-hmm. all right, we'll see. We'll see. And then after doing the scene... I literally like felt really guilty. Like I felt like shit. Like I'm like, I don't want to feel like this. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm just not going to do boy girl anymore. I'm just mm-hmm. not going to do it. Like I can't do it. Like it fucking, it hurt me to do it. So it's not only like, like my partner being upset about it. It's like me, like I like felt like I do something wrong. And like, even now, like we're still, we still, we're still talking about it. And we're still, it. we're still getting through it. <laughs> but it's like, like, it's like, it sucks because it's like, if I wasn't like madly in love with my boyfriend, like I feel like it would be different. If I was just dating some guy, because this is happened before, like I'm like, guys would try to like have me quit porn. I was like, fuck you. This yeah, is my you're job, not going to you leave know? your career for just some but random I was like, dude. I would, I, but I hadn't had feelings for them. But like this guy I'm like madly in love with. So he doesn't want to share me with any other yeah, guy. I feel like that's natural. And like, it's like, you know, he, he's cool about me, like doing OnlyFans, my OnlyFans and stuff like that. Like, so like whatever, like he's cool with all that. He just doesn't want me to do boy girl stuff so I think it's out of respect for him I like stopped doing boy girl and Mm -hmm. because I'm like I don't know when I'm gonna find like a love like this ever again so I'm like technically taking a break from boy girl Mm -hmm. so I mean who knows where it goes yeah you know I'm known for my boy girl stuff so it's like now I have to find like other creative ways of like doing porn and like making money doing that so stupid love fucking love man (laughs) (laughs) so before him though like did you I think that conversely too, do you ever feel like guys are just interested because you're a porn star? Like they just yeah. want to like have that notch on there. Yep. 100%. Yeah. Yep. That's so annoying. And it's awful. Are you in your person? <clears throat> I don't know if this is too personal. But in your personal life, are you also a really sexual person? I'm yeah, I'm pretty sexual, but I'm not sexual when it's like, I'm, sometimes I'll masturbate when I have like something in my mind. I have mm-hmm. the womanizer duo. 
So. Ooh, is that a toy? Oh, God. It's like the best thing ever. It gives me like mind-blowing orgasms. <laughs> but yeah. That's the thing they're saying, though, is like the technology now behind sex toys is like making especially women because most women can't have orgasms through sex. Mm -hmm. And so they're saying that like toys now are like making it so women don't want to have sex with dudes anymore because they're getting such intense orgasms. I can't get off. I can't get off with the, I mean, I have my boyfriend, but it's like, but it's like very, it's very hard for me to get off with someone else. With sex. With sex. Yeah. That's more penetration. Like I have like, if a guy's like eating my pussy, I will fucking like come everywhere. It's crazy. See, I don't love oral <clears throat> sex, but I can have orgasms all day long from sex. Yeah. And I've heard that, that I think the reason why women love oral sex so much is because they can't get off from the other way. So it's like the only way you feel that like intense. Well, now well, that I like toys. started like putting things in my butt, because that's like a new thing <laughs> to me too. I'm just imagining like a banana. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> like putting, you know, putting anything in my butt, you know, <laughs> you know, but I like, and now it's like, I like to get like a really great orgasm. I have to put like a toy in my butt. Interesting. Well, there's a lot of nerves in there. So that makes sense. Oh, yeah. I have to, like, DP myself with, like, clitoral stimulation. I was like, oh. There's so many things going on down there. I know. So many things <laughs> to think about. So I have to, like, <laughs> I, sometimes I have to, like, not do any of that. Like, I sometimes I have to just not masturbate for a while. So it, like, builds up the... So I'm, like, so I don't, like... So I'm not just, like, used to it. So that way yeah. it's, like, exciting and new again. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's what they say about toys, too. Like, women that are overusing toys, like, they, it takes way more to get stimulated. Because toys now, they, like, spin and vibrate and there's beads and there's, like, they're... It's doing so much to your body that, like, a man would never do to your body. I just got two new toys from the brand that uh, I was doing my, my lube and my toy. Uh-huh. Um, it's called XR Brands is the company. Uh-huh. It's a, a harnessless strap-on. So you, put, so you put it inside you. So you put it inside you and you press a button in and inflates. So it stays inside Whoa. you. And then the entire thing vibrates. So there's a little thing that rests, like, like so one part goes inside you and the uh-huh. rest of it, like, rests on your clit. So there's another part that like fucking stimulates your clit. I haven't Ooh. used it yet, but I can't wait to use it. So you use it with another girl? Yeah. That sounds way too intense. Yeah. But you have to like make sure that you don't use lube so it doesn't slide out of you because it's definitely happened before. Yeah. It's like slid out of me. I was like, oh, there goes that. <laughs> so yeah. All right. Well, that's all my questions. This was such an interesting conversation. Yeah. So thank I, you. I don't know if I actually answered any of these you questions. You answered all of my questions. <laughs> it was very interesting. And I, you answered everybody else's questions too. So anybody that is listening, if you want to follow Jesse, I'm sure you're so nice. And if anybody has questions or they want to chat with you, like she's amazing. Can well, I, can you. I plug my OnlyFans? Please do. What's your OnlyFans? It's OMG. It's Jesse Lee. On OnlyFans. And don't forget it's J-E-S-S-I-E. And There's then L-E-E. L-E-E. And I'll link. I'll link your OnlyFans in my show notes okay, too. cool. Yay. So thanks for coming and chatting with me. Thanks. All right, everybody. Um, that's all for this week. Don't be an asshole. And until next week, here's me waving like a maniac. Bye, everyone. Bye.